She's 13. She's India's youngest and fastest racer girl on two wheels. And she's on Karishma Connect. I have got Nithila Das talking to me about her journey from being this absolutely lazy kid to transforming and becoming this girl who has beetroot juice, workouts, dabbles across her studies and comes first at national competitions, does all of this because she's so passionate about biking and cycling. She tells me more about how she's got her eyes for the win at the 2028 Olympics and what all is she doing to prepare for the same. She also tells me about what inspires her and what kind of an inspiration she wants to be. Honestly, with young folks like these, we are in for a future that's extremely inspiring and I can't wait to see what this young athlete goes on to achieve. Stay tuned for more such stories on Karishma Connect every Sunday and Thursday. Until the next one, I'll see you soon. So thank you so much, Nitila, for joining me on Karishma Connect. It's a pleasure to have you. And I look forward to getting to know your amazing story much better on this podcast and sharing it with the world. Thank you. You're welcome. And I thank you also for like getting me into this. It's a really nice opportunity to come and talk. I'm going to have fun. To begin with, Nitila, what I ask all my guests on Karishma Connect is that dive right in tell me about your journey tell me about how you started what you do what your passion is and what's so special about where you are today so i'd say like all this started about four or five years ago so um i was a very lazy person a super lazy person who's lazy to wake up in the morning lazy to go to school lazy to do anything okay and then um like you know, I have a younger brother. So he's also into all of this uh, biking, cycling. So my dad used to call both of us saying, uh, this, we'll go for cycling. It's a good sport. Uh, we'll go in the early morning. So I used to give somebody other reason each and every day. And then I'm like, I'm not coming. I don't want to wake up early in the morning. And my brother used to go with my dad. So after a few practice sessions and everything, my brother went for a few races and he started getting these medals, trophies home. Medals and trophies home. He's a younger brother. So I'm like, this is not fair. I'm here sitting at home. I'm the elder one. I'm not getting any kind of trophies and anything like that. <laughs> and my brother is going out there and getting it all home. And then I'm like, kind of a jealous sister I became. And then I'm like, okay, fine. I'll try this out. So I started waking up. I started going for training. But then my first race, I went for a Mysore race and I got first in that. That was the like key point of this journey. I was so happy. Like, okay, fine. Cycling is just my thing. I'm getting into it. That's what was like my first thing into cycling. So my dad's support was really high. He got me for each and every race without missing anything. Uh, we continued cycling and from the past three years, I was doing, uh, actually from the past two years, I did the nationals, MTP cycling nationals, uh, unofficially, mm -hmm. means I wasn't having the like proper age for the nationals. Yeah. So uh, I got like a special entry, but even if I come on podium, they won't give me price, uh, the price. So that was the basic logic of it. And and I won like nationals fourth place for like those two three years. Mm. I started from the last and came into the front. Wow! It was nice three yeah. years for me at that time. 
and uh, like actually three years ago maybe after one year of cycling I I mean my dad again he introduced me into this dirt biking which was not professionally because like I, I wasn't feeling that dirt biking is like my thing mm. like uh, how I felt for cycling so mm. I went ahead with dirt biking I had this coach Dave Venkatesh mm. he's still my coach okay. so uh, he trained me to ride bikes and then and then it's fun for a kid to learn bikes it's it's really going to be a fun part it's like usually kids are like okay cycles maybe that this like the small small comes in and then you're like bike wow that's really great yeah. and then especially from the motivation you get in school and everything they're like oh wow Nithla, you ride bike that's so great so we'll also get motivated and then I'm like okay fine bugging is a good thing mm-hmm. and my uh, motocross coach he asked my dad to like introduce me to circuit racing I tried out circuit racing I got another coach there which is Abhishek Vasudev he trained me within four days the TVS women selections which had happened in Bangalore okay. uh, I got first place in that it was wow. the youngest okay. and yeah. fastest rider there so I'm like okay this is just like cycling first race first place I'm so happy I went for the round that was last year I started last year and okay. then I went by the end of the round in between I was uh, a little behind but then by the end of the round I came first again mm-hmm. Mm. Like with the all top people in that category. Then mm. mm. I came first. I got the whole all, all the whole championship third position. I got. Mm. Uh, I got a cash prize, and then I'm. I was so happy. You know, this year also I've gone for the TVS selections. Continuously now two rounds are over, and I've uh, continuously had first place in both the rounds. Now there are three more rounds, waiting to get the first again. I like getting trophies home a lot. It all going. Going. Yeah, so it all started with my dad's support and from cycling to biking and now cycling aiming towards the Youth Olympics and Olympics, basically. Mm. And what are you most looking forward to at the Olympics? At the Olympics, I'd say, first of all, I need to get selected towards the Olympics. That's the main part. I, I want to like race with those top-notch people who are like at their peak i want to go at my peak i want to like race with them i want to see the i want to experience that that's like one of my biggest i want to represent india basically Mm -hmm. so my biggest wish i think and what about cycling or what about biking drives you towards it apart from emerging first what are the other things that you enjoy about this particular sport say for example there's so many sports but what gets you hooked onto this particular one yeah i'd say like i have never felt this way with any other sport mm-hmm. when i when i went to cycling when i went to biking i never felt the way i when i went there was ever feeling the way when I went for badminton or basketball. All that I've played in school, all of that is there. Mm. But then I I never felt that much of an interest towards anything mm. other than these. So when I came into cycling, I felt always motivated. Means I I was a person who was like couldn't have people in my category much. Means mm. still I race with boys instead of girls because girls, you know, I overlap them and go. It's it's kind of yeah what do you say it's becoming boring for me so now I race with boys and then I'm like I still always have that competitive mindset like okay this race if I lost it's okay 
next race by the next race i have to get more what you say i have to train more i have to be able to go and catch them mm-hmm. in front of me i want to beat them that that it keeps coming in my mind even in my sleep i'm like okay tomorrow race or or maybe next week race That's i have to good. keep thinking of it yeah so that i felt that it's like completely my thing both of them the bike and cycle and how do you manage everything because you're 13 you're having your school on the side uh mine is an online school 21k school so okay. i i don't do offline schooling cuz time management is a really important thing there mm-hmm. so 21k school it's really helping me first half of the day my classes gets over and uh, like everything is covered it's the cambridge igcse syllabus okay uh, that's also good to study and i'd say wherever we go we can attend that's one of the main points we chose that school cuz like i'll be traveling every week or every month people literally ask me are you in bangalore tomorrow like they literally ask me that i'm like okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe i might not be but i won't be sure of it so that's what happens uh, like so i keep traveling wherever i go i need to be able to attend classes so yeah. for the people who are ever in offline class or anything they might miss like a month classes or in a whole year they might just miss five months and attend for one month that's mm. what happens if you're into a sport like this so online is helping me a lot mm. uh, wherever I, go, i can attend and time is also manageable so my day usually starts like by 5:30 i finish off my training nutrition i have a nutritionist also go on nutrition so all of that gets over until 8:30 after 8:30 i have my breakfast i actually sit for classes until like afternoon time after mm-hmm. afternoon uh, after my lunch i'll have like i'll study for some time then i might watch tv or something like that i'll have some of my free time and then i'll go down to play just to socialize cuz like online school yes we can socialize but the offline touch for that we go down so me and my brother we go down to play we play with our friends and we'll be back have dinner then sleep it's more like that our routine and how do you manage when you have to like what is the kind of prep actually that goes into before a race what is the kind of prep that you go through okay uh, before a race like are you asking weekly or like just the day of the race just the day of the race or close as you get closer to the race what is the kind because this is your regular day right but i want to know how what is the kind of prep that goes into actually getting ready for okay. yeah uh so basically the trainings my coach gives more intense trainings for the race mm-hmm. like specified to the race kkr kiran kumar raju mm-hmm. is like a two time national champion we have an indoor trainer as well as we can go outdoor and cycle mm-hmm. so we do the training part like that accordingly for the race the coach gives a training plan and we follow it exactly like that and a nutritionist also gives us a different diet plan for the race mm-hmm. and even on the race day in the morning we our coach asks to like continuously keeps uh, pedaling so that we don't like we stay warmed up we keep our heart rate like in the base so that we get tired so much during the race mm-hmm. and then even the nutritionist gives us like maybe beetroot juice and, and a lot of stuff like that i mean that all tastes bad seriously saying like 
honestly okay <laughs> it is very bad but then it's helping so i don't have an option and i just have it i'm like okay if i have this i will in <laughs> the next race or maybe if i have this i might get more energy that's what i think all the time i'm like okay calm and have <laughs> some some push myself to have whatever is there so from being lazy to be true juice to emerging first you have quite the challenges along the way yeah very true like very true <laughs> and then tell me you know because you 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 mentioned your coach and you mentioned that he's been a champion himself tell me what are what are the three things if i were to ask you what have you learned from a person who has reached that stature and what what are the three things that you hold really special that you might have learned from him okay i would have learned means okay i'd say athletes who are in that level yeah they're all very organized in mm-hmm. speaking way and everything they are well organized in all kinds of ways it can be how they communicate it can be how they take care of thing how they take care of things it can be anything they are very organized and i have tried my best to be organized i'd say i mean i'm a kid i mean, i can't your kid way above your age even talking to you is having me so stunned by the way you are i think you're way beyond your age so yeah that's true like people think i'm 20 years old 25 i'm like i'm 13 please <laughs> I, i literally have to say that mm. and then yeah that's one point being organized and then i'd say they all would have good strategies if i watch a person now i i like a few uci level riders the international level riders now mm. i'd say nino shorter each of his race has uh each different strategies it's it's like nice to look at them i mean it's not nice it's it's nice to learn you mm-hmm. can learn from them a lot mm-hmm. means each of their moves every rider in that race mm-hmm. i i sit and watch my coach asked me watch this race today so i'll sit and watch i'll see what this person's doing for this first time like i exactly need to check all of that so yeah. that i am getting an idea so e one race i watch i get one new strategy for my next race mm-hmm. it's like that so if i watch a race every day i'm getting new strategies every day yeah, yeah. so i can implement it on my race day which is going to help me a lot and I, and then i get that feeling yes i'm going to win this race mm-hmm. so that's another thing that helps me that races and everything and that's it yeah their trainings all of that their recovery things now there's this rider scott rider named kate courtney uh, her recovery this one most of the riders do it but i like follow her recovery this one as she takes all these ice baths and everything i'm 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 a okay i don't like cold okay when i even when i take a shower i don't take with cold water i'm like okay oh, so i I went to this sports physio just to like do an overall like sports checkup, and then he told that after take a ice bath. Before oh, that, after like, go and j- jump in the cold pool and everything, and then I was literally shivering when he told that. <laughs> so, 
so until then i just look at these pictures of these riders sitting in the uh, ice tub and then just reading a book or watching their phone i'm like okay this is so simple they look so comfortable and then they ask me to do it i'm like no this is not my thing please <laughs> that's all i say so like yeah all these are the things i uh, say that i get inspired from people any tag as such comes with a lot of things that you think of comes with a lot of for example if somebody told me i'm the first podcaster in the world to do something it comes with a lot of responsibility attached to it right yeah. what how would you define that how would you describe that feeling now i'd say it's 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 the fastest girl youngest and fastest girl in india that was a title which i've got in the fim mini gp championship last year hmm. so in that there were like girls and boys it was all kids but mm. i'm telling you kids ride more aggressive than adults most of them mm. <laughs> i mean not like international national level right it's like as uh, so whatever national championship we are doing even kids ride a very aggressive you look at our races the kid races the rookie there's a category in tvs it's a mess it's a proper dog fight with kids oh <laughs> so that is what happens mm. it's i'd say yeah in in this title so when i got this i i was still i, w- I was not satisfied i mean i am satisfied in one area but then i i don't have much of responsibilities for this mm. i'm like okay fastest girl i have to keep keep up means i shouldn't like suddenly say that yeah i got this title so now i can like just do in my base Yeah. I I shouldn't be saying that. I am like okay, keep pushing, keep trying harder. So I just keep looking in the front. I'm like okay, who's the next person? I count. Mm. Even during the race, I count. Even when I'm not in a race, I count. Mm. Like during a race, I'll search for people who are in front of me. So mm. if even if I catch like the person running first, I'm like still counting. Who can I overlap now? Mm-hmm. like i keep counting who's in front of me and then i want to catch them so i was not like completely satisfied because there were like three three boys in front of me in the mini gp season so now i've trained and then i'm like in a, i mean um somewhere near the pace of them like uh pace yeah. of the third boy i'm like faster than him now almost mm-hmm. so i've I've like trained that hard. Now I want to train more and get into that first place. Now, if another, uh, this is coming, another competition is coming or a championship is coming, I want to be that overall fastest. I don't want to be like fastest girl. I don't want that. I want the whole thing. I want to be the fastest racer in the whole world. So you want that's that tag what... of just. Yeah, that is the big tag. If you look into my. Yeah. So yeah. Do you believe in being inspired by somebody as a sports person or do you believe in charting your own route, you know? What's your because I'll tell you where this question comes from. It comes from a fact where people are often looking up to somebody else and trying to become like them. Do you believe in that or do you believe in okay, I learned something from them. I need to become an inspiration for myself or I I need to work out my own path How, what's your approach okay my approach i'll say there are these international riders in both these sports i look up to now as i had mentioned before you know shorter 
uh, Kate Courtney, Jolanda Neff. Few of them are those riders. Those are all like UCI international level MTV riders. So I'm a big fan of them. I watch all of their races. But then the thing is, yeah, yes, I do look up to them. But then I want to be an inspiration for others. Mm. That is also a point that I would like to be. Mm. So like until I get there, I would keep them as an inspiration. Mm. But after I get there, I want people to like get me as their inspiration. So yeah. that be my greatest kind of an achievement which I'll be getting if I move forward. So there are these riders, but then I'd say I want to become an inspiration soon. Yeah. And then what kind of an inspiration do you want to be for people? What do you want them to look up to you? Yeah, I want them to look up to me. But the thing is, look, I have come through these all races. And then most of the people, like I go to my friends. And then I'm saying, I mean, not the ones who are into cycling. I just ask them, like, bro, do you want to come for cycling? Or do you want to come train or some other sport? Uh, I mean, they'll be like how I used to be three years back. I go and ask, they're like, it's not a thing. And then yeah. few people say, yeah, well, I have homework to do or I have that to do, this to do. I'm like, okay, they give reasons. So for all those people, if they come into some kind of co-curricular activity, but something it's it's going to be fun for them mm-hmm. as well as if they're going to like become more and more personalities like me like now how i am getting i'm climbing up the ladder mm-hmm. others can also climb up the ladder using my words that's it and you know you mentioned at the beginning of the interview itself that you try, you you were somebody who was very lazy tell me something how did this journey it's been a journey of three years correct if, if I'm not wrong how is three this journey, three to four years how has this journey kind of transformed you from that person just taking that one step towards becoming a better version of yourself how has it kind of transformed you personally in your personal life and what is the kind of impact you see on it on your personality for that matter Okay, yeah. So, first of all, the time I changed means I tried to change from that lazy person to a person who's trying to wake up early and go for training and then having all that. Yeah, it was like that for me. So, then, uh, first of all, my alarm and all, it used to be uh, this Disney songs, they keep all screaming stuff. Like, all that noise was my alarm I'll get up in the morning getting scared or something and then I'm like okay fine I have to go for training now I can't sleep uh. so I used to I used to give myself a punishment okay fine I'm going <laughs> so that's what I used to do and then uh, like I did a lot of things to like change me I started keeping blocks for myself from being lazy okay. so I go somewhere and then I'm like okay okay I forgot to do this and then I have to go I have to like somehow hold myself and get into this. So that was like uh, the hard part that took me to change from that lazy person to this. And my dad helped a lot. Like you should give a big hands off to him. If he wasn't there, I'd still be the lazy person sleeping on the bed. Like until now, I'll still be sleeping. That would be me. So yeah, uh, moving ahead, my personality has changed now without an alarm. Like even if it's like a rest day and I don't have to wake up early, and uh, maybe I have to wake up by 8.30 or something, I'll still wake up by 5.36. Like, 
like it's like mind alarm like yeah, really? it's <laughs> it already happened i'm like i'll just wake up early and then i'm like okay fine i can't sleep now and then i might do some school work i might study i'll do something and then there's no training on that day i just try to keep my day like that and then i'll say before i used to forget a lot on my nutrition and everything i'm like hey this is i i want to eat chocolate today i'm going and eating chocolate but then now it's like uh, somebody asked me do you want chocolate some uncle is coming and asking me come on uh, we'll serve, they are serving me chocolate or something like that maybe pizza burger before it was me i'm like okay today is my cheat day i'm going and having it mm-hmm. so now i'm like no i don't want even in the train we travel and then those people like the train i mean the uh, workers there they'll offer us ice cream no uh, like kids know they eat ice cream and then we're like no need please <laughs> like now now we don't like means we we used to have monthly once cheat day huh. so first we used to like the time which we used to like having all these junk food and everything we used to tell oh my god tomorrow is the new month is starting and we go for a cheat day so we used to wait for that cheat day mm. a lot and now it's like one month cheat day miss it's like okay fine next month if you want you take if you don't want you don't take it that's all comes into our mind mm. it's like we are kind of adapted to it now yeah so that's a big change that has come within these four years i'd say yeah and then what is next for nindala how are you planning what's your plan or strategy for the next level that you're looking at what do you how do you intend to you know evolve and grow in the next few years and achieve your goal okay i'd say i have already started my training for like the olympics mm-hmm. i'm aiming for the 2028 olympics yeah. cuz only then my age is going to be appropriate and i think i'll be like producer ready and trained for that level so my training has started for that and before the olympics all the national championships and everything i need to clear it off mm-hmm. so my nationals are coming up mostly this september nationals will come so let's see what's going to happen from past Three years, I'm getting continuously district and state gold medal, like continuously. But nationals, it's coming like fourth. And la- last year, it was third bronze medal. Okay. In nationals, that's what I got. So this time, I want to target for the first, and I'm gonna get that first mostly. I'm training for that, and I'm thinking I'm gonna get it. So, yeah, that's my plan for cycling. I'd say. for uh, the olympics uh, already training and i continue my training until i reach that level and about biking now the tvs national championship is going on i want to finish this championship and i'm also doing this national championship of another stock 165 girls category so that category now i'm running like fifth or sixth in the championship so i'm in somewhere in the middle so those are like the national champions uh, multiple time national champions are there in that mm-hmm. all these let's say all those ddis and everyone they're all multiple national champions and then it was the first year racing with them mm-hmm. so two rounds are over and one i got five, fifth position and the other one i got sixth position so mm-hmm. i think towards the end of the round i want to get into that first second third yeah i mean i'll aim for first let's see how it goes cuz last year i was i came from like 
I'd say twelfth position to first position. Wow! Wow! So it everybody was surprised. Like yeah. this kid, what is up with her? So the thing was like before before the race, they'll uh-huh. all be like, um, "Hey kid, come here. What's your name?" All of that. They'll ask. Like, okay, fine. I'll just try answer them. And I'll I'll be all serious. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'll go. After the race, they'll be like, "Oh, hi, Nitila. How are you?" <laughs> This actually changed, and then I'm also confused. Okay, what's with them now? <laughs> that's what it usually happens there. Yeah. So that's my future plan, I guess, going for Olympics and bike biking. First, it's cycling. First priority is cycling right now, and if I'm able to take both together, then I'd look forward for both. And what do you love about? Uh, do you like cycling more or biking more, or is it difficult to choose? Difficult to choose. I'm sorry. <laughs> Too difficult to choose. Both are like you know, cycling balance is helping me in bikes. Uh-huh. Bikes are helping me in cycle. So I have to balance them both. I have no option. <laughs> I must say this is probably the cutest interview that I've done so far, and thank you so much for that. But definitely very inspiring and pushing for me itself because. It's just it's just amazing to see your journey and how you're at it and you're you know focused on it. I've learned something today and I'm sure the audience will as well. And I'm sure someday soon I'll be saying that you know we interviewed Nitila Das who's won the Olympics and she's made it. And I'm completely from the bottom of my heart giving you more power to you. Have a lovely lovely journey ahead. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. It was really fun. as i told i i would have fun and i have had some fun right now so yes. it was really nice the interview part and it didn't seem like an interview mostly it seemed like a really nice talk i'd say that's exactly what i try to do on all the shows i don't want it to be an interview